You're listening to Red Button. Are you ready for the time of your life? It's time to stand up and fight. Hand in hand, we'll take a caravan to the motherland. One by one, we're gonna stand up with pride. One that can't be denied. Now the children of the world can see There's a better place for us to be The place in which we were born So neglected and torn apart Every woman, every man Join the caravan of love Stand up Everybody take a stand Join the caravan of love Stand up He's my brother He's my brother, don't you know I'm your sister I'm your sister, don't you Conversation, please. Thank you. Now, are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we'll begin. Hello and welcome. I'm Bill Lawrence, and you're listening to Box 39 Red Button, the later evening conversation show coming live from Studio One at the mighty Cone Radio Towers here in North East Essex, around the world on the internet and on 106.6 FM. And this is another edition 
of Red Button Orbits, where under the curatorship of you, our listeners, we will take a circular tour of music starting and finishing, hopefully at the same point. What we listen to is completely up to you, because it's you that will make the links and find the connections. Our musical roundabout must have associations, however unusual, unexpected, or obscure, or even inscrutable. Think of the next hour as like a happy wander around a gorgeous yurt of sound. It's not going to be obvious in design, and it's probably going to have a few bits you weren't expecting. So let me know what you want the next path to be in our musical journey. You'll be my guide. You will deliver my OS map of musical references, because you are in control. So we started with Caravan, and hopefully by the end of the show, we will return to Caravan. You just heard British pop singer Pixie Lot sing her 2014 charity version of the song Caravan of Love, but it was originally an R&B hit in the mid-1980s by the Isley Brothers, but most famously covered by the British indie band The House Martins. They released Caravan of Love in 1986, and their a cappella song was a huge success, and it reached number one on the UK singles chart just before Christmas, and it was only the second a cappella recording to do so, after Only You, of course, by the Flying Pickets. The band The House Martins was formed in 1983 by Paul Heaton on vocals and Stan Cullimore on guitar, initially just a busking duo. They were overtly from Hull. The band often referred to themselves as the fourth best band in Hull, with the best three bands being the Red Guitars, Everything But The Girl and The Gargoyles. In 1986, Having recorded two John Peel sessions for Radio 1, always a springboard for success, the band broke through with this, their third single, which reached number three in the UK singles chart. This is The House Martins with Happy Hour. What a good place to be Don't believe it To speak a different language And it's never something out to me Don't believe it Oh no Cause it's never something out to me It's another Night up with a boss Following in footsteps Overcome by mice and he starts me Good women growing trees And if you catch them right They will land upon the knees Where they open all the wallets And they close all the minds And they love to buy you all a drink And as we ask all the questions And you take all your clothes up And back to the kitchen sink What a good place to be Don't believe I Cause you speak a different language And it's never something hard to me Don't believe I Oh no Cause it's never something hard to me
So we will be taking our musical journey. That began with Caravan of Love from Pixie Lot and will end up, well, who knows where. And that was the House Martins with their first hit, Happy Hour. Now, listener Danny Storm has supplied details for us to make our next musical connection. And thanks, Danny, for taking the time. The House Martins were described as jangle pop, which brought comparison with bands such as The Smiths and uh, Aztec Camera. NME, if you remember that fantastic uh, newspaper, described the House Martins as traditional 60s-style guitar pop overlaid with soul vocals. And their bassist, Norman Cook, who later became very successful uh, under the title Fatboy Slim, he described the House Martins as religious but not Christians, and the band's repertoire included gospel songs. The original band member, Ian Cullimore, not to be confused with the footballer Stan Collymore, of course, well, he studied maths at the University of Hull from 1980, and he graduated in 1984. He was a member of the University of Hull team that were runners-up in the 2014 Christmas University Challenge. Uh, a programme which uh, takes alumni from universities. Now, another alumni who took part in the Christmas University Challenge, playing for the University of East Anglia, was Charlie Higson, who's a prolific comedian and writer, and early on in his career, he led the band The Higsons. Here is The Higsons from their 1984 album, The Curse of The Higsons, with their cover of Music To Watch Girls By.
Bill's Big Bag of Onions, every week on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Bill's Big Bag of Onions, a lovely compilation of lovely short stories written by some lovely friends of Cone Radio and lovely music, introduced by the lovely Bill Lawrence, which all makes it a thoroughly lovely radio show. Bill's Big Bag of Onions, every week on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Red button. The runny ointment of chat. Gently massaged into the sweaty buttocks of late-night conversation. I'm Bill Lawrence, and this is Box 39 Red Button, with our Orbit show. We started with caravans, and hopefully we'll get back to caravans by the end of the show. And that was the Higsons, with music to watch girls by. The original version, you may recall, was by Andy Williams. Now, listener Trevor Stanton has created our next link step in our uh, journey tonight. And thanks, Trev. He says the guitarist for the Higsons was David Cummings, who became a script writer for The Fast Show with Higson singer uh, Charlie Higson and friend and fellow comedian Paul Whitehouse. Cummings also played with Scottish alternative rock band Delamitri for three of their six very successful albums, including playing on this, their most successful UK single, which reached uh, number 11 in 1990, Nothing Ever Happens. And listen out for the unique and interesting lyrics. I mean, where else do you get Angry from Manchester, Van Gogh, and in verse 2, the Martians landing in the car park. Post office clerks put up signs saying position closed. And secretaries turn off typewriters and put on their coats. And janitors padlock the gates for security guards to patrol. And bachelors phone up their friends for a drink While the married ones turn on a chat show And they'll all be lonely tonight and lonely tomorrow Gentlemen, time please, you know we can't serve anymore Now the traffic lights change to stop when there's nothing to go and by five o'clock everything's dead And every third car is a cab And ignorant people sleep in their beds Like the dope white mice in the college lab And nothing ever happens Nothing happens at all The needle returns to the start of the song And we all sing along like before Tonight and lonely tomorrow Telephone exchanges click while there's nobody there The Martians could land in the car park and no one would care Closed circuit cameras and department stores Should the same movie every day 
And the stars of these films neither die nor get killed Just survive constant action replay And nothing ever happens Nothing happens at all The needle returns to the start of the song And we all sing along like before And we'll all be lonely tonight And lonely tomorrow Advertise products that nobody needs While anger from Manchester Writes to complain about all the repeats on TV And computer terminals report some gains In the values of copper and tin While American businessmen snap up Van Goghs For the price of a hospital wing That was Delamitri with Nothing Ever Happens. And guitar was played by David Cummings, who also played with the Hicksons, whose lead singer appeared on University Challenge Alumni Show, as did Ian Cullimore from the House Martins, who had their biggest hit with the a cappella version of Caraphone of Love, and we heard Pixie Lot's version of that, a song originally written by two of the Isley Brothers. So, thank you to listener Nicholas Surgeon, who has texted in. And Nicholas suggests uh, we take this next node in our journey of musical interconnections. Now, as mentioned before, we heard it in the lyric. Uh, the, it talks about Martians. Uh, the Martians could land in the car park and no one would care. It says, a few songs have talked about Martians. They're sort of rare topics, really. Martians for chart success or serious musos. But occasionally they have cropped up. Edgar Winter, uh, the inventor of the keyboard body strap. Uh, Meatloaf collaborator and Albino. He sang about Martians, as did the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Stuart McKenzie and his tree huggers. What a band. Rocky Sharp and his replays all sang about Martians and here uh, Jonathan Richman and the Modern Lovers uh, with his classic Here Come the Martian Martians which asks the essential questions such as what kind of ice cream do Martians like what sort of cake do they eat what do they write in their notebooks and very pertinently where is the Martians financial advisor here come the Martian Martians, and they're riding on their Martian bike. Well, we have to find out right now, what kind of ice cream do the Martians like? Well, here come the Martian Martians, why staying in such a cheap hotel? 
maybe we should help out the Martians Looks like the Martians ain't doing too well Martian time, time, time Well, it's Martian rhyme time We got a Martian rhymes for Martian, Martian time And the Martians got notebooks in their little hands Well, there's strangers in this land Martian time, it's Martian, Martian time Well, here come the Martian Martians They're trying to fight with rocks and sticks Don't the Martians know better? Looks like they're up to their sable tricks Well, here come the Martian Martians They got notebooks in their hand What are they trying to write down? I guess they must be strangers in this land Martian rhyme, rhyme Well, Martian time, time Well, you got Martian rhymes For Martian, Martian time in their little head See there's still strangers in this land Martian time It's Martian, Martian time Gentlemen, tell them all about it Financial advisor, somebody should take him by the head. Martian rhyme, 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 Martian time, time, time. You got a Martian rhyme for Martian, Martian time. And Martians have notebooks in their little hand. There's still strangers in this land. Martian rhyme, it's Martian, Martian time. Well, that was Jonathan Richman and the Modern Lovers with. Here Come the Martian Martians. Quite a unique, eclectic sound from Jonathan Richmond. Um, early lineups of this band, including uh, some ba- included some band members who went on to achieve really significant success elsewhere. Uh, with the Talking Heads, um, one of them became the founder of the band The Cars. But from Richmond, uh, perhaps his best-known song is Roadrunner which Richmond once said was an ode to Massachusetts Route 128. As a teenager, Jonathan Richmond saw the Velvet Underground perform many times, and the format of Roadrunner is derived directly from the Velvet song Sister Ray. They've got the same sort of persistent throbbing rhythm, and the lyrics, which in performance were largely improvised, Uh, by Jonathan Richmond around a central theme. Richmond's band The Modern Lovers first recorded Roadrunner with uh, producer John Cale 
and the version of Roadrunner was recorded by the Sex Pistols as a rough demo in 1976, being released in 1979 on that uh, rather dreadful uh, album, The Great Rock and Roll Swindle. The Pistols vocalist Johnny Rotten uh, said that he thought he hates all music, but Roadrunner is his favourite song. However, in the recording, he forgets most of the lyrics. Now, we're going to hear my favourite version of Roadrunner, and it's by Joan Jett and her band, The Blackhearts. It's really evocative, I think, of northeast coast United States. And it mentions in its lyrics, Can't you hear it out in Jersey now? New York City when it's late at night? Uh, I'm heading east on St. Mark's. Over to Tompkins Square Park, down by the power lines. One, two, three, four, five, six.
red button, where warm and hairy speech knobs rest gently in our moist conversation spoons. You're listening to me, Bill Lawrence, bringing you the Box 39 Red Button uh, edition of Orbits, live from Studio One here at Colm Radio Towers in North East Essex on 106.6 FM. And in this Orbit show, with your help, we try to do a full circle with our musical choices and connections by the end of the show. We started with a caravan of love with Pixie Lot, then the House Martins Happy Hour, to the Higson's Music to Watch Girls By, to Delamitri Nothing Ever Happens, to Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers with Here Come the Martian Martians, and that was Joan Jett and Roadrunner. So now we turn to listener Paul Bone, who has emailed me with the next connection in tonight's compendium that maps our musical expedition. Thank you very much, Paul Bone. He also says he loves the show and he would like us to do an orbit on hope. Well, that's an interesting one. So if you've got another topic that you want us to do an orbit on, please let us know. Joan Jett, who we just heard there, she's a remarkably successful US American rock singer. She's a guitarist, she's a songwriter, record producer, and an actress. Probably best known for her work as the front person of her band Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, and for founding and performing with the Runaways at the start of her career, who, and who uh, recorded and released the hit song Cherry Bomb, a great song. And with the Blackhearts, Jett is known for her rendition of the song I Love Rock and Roll. Now, this was originally a song by the UK pop and glam rock band The Arrows, who played in the early to mid-70s before splitting up. The Arrows, quite remarkably, had a two 14-week television shows in the UK called Arrows. Uh, each of these 14-week series uh, was in 1976 and then one in 1977. And they were broadcast on Granada Television. And uh, they replaced a show uh, in the children's TV pop slot by the Bay City Rollers called Shangalang. So they got a very prestigious slot. The driving force behind the band was actually an American called Alan Merrill, the son of two New York jazz musicians, uh, educated at a Swiss boarding school, achieved early fame as a model and actor in Japan, and then, rather sadly, aged 69, died from complications from COVID in March 2020, at the very first week or two of the pandemic. And it was Merrill who wrote I Love Rock and Roll, but he gave a co-writer credit to Arrow's bandmate Jake Hooker, to whom Merrill owed some money. This is The Arrows with I Love Rock and Roll. Shame. I knew she must have been about 17 mm. The beat was going strong Playing my favorite song And I could tell it wouldn't be long Till she was with me, yeah me And I could tell it wouldn't be long Till she was with me, yeah me Singing, I 
link in our show comes from listener Matty Buns from West Stowmarket. Thank you very much, Matty, for getting in touch with us. The first manager, says Matty, of the Arrows was Peter Meaden, who had also managed The Who in the early 1960s. And it was Peter Meaden who came up with the band's name, The Arrows, which originates from The Who's logo, with the arrow pointing up. Now, whilst Meaden's career as a band manager was rather short-lived and not always successful, in 1968, and just for a few weeks, Meaden managed the curiously named Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band. The Magic Band was the backing band of the American singer, songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Captain Beefheart between 1967 and 1982. Beefheart's real name was Don Van Vliet, and the rotating lineup of the Magic Band featured dozens of performers over the years. And whilst appearing humorous and very kind-hearted in public, by all accounts, Van Vliet was a severe taskmaster who abused his musicians verbally and sometimes physically. The Magic Band drummer John French recounted uh, being screamed at, beaten up, drugged, ridiculed, humiliated, arrested, starved, stolen from, and thrown down half a flight of stairs by his employer Van Vliet, Captain Beefheart. Well, here's a song from the 1968 album Safe as Milk, released at the time of Peter Meaden's brief tenure as manager, and this song is called Electricity. Now, it's 
a mixture, really, this song. The intro sounds like the summer of love, but then Beefheart comes in like a bad trip, his voice between Howling Wolf and a cartoon witch cackle. Meanwhile, listen out for uh, 20-year-old Rai Kuda leading off a slide guitar boogie that really yanks the whole thing from California back to the Mississippi Delta. This is Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band with Electricity. that don't know already every thursday at 8 p.m here on cone radio there's box 39 a magazine of conversation music humor and local interest stories listened to by people across northeast essex and in 203 countries around the world So to our next link in our musical orbit. And this comes from listener Len Greenbelt from Upper St. Osith. And thank you, Len. 
Now, Len says that when Captain Beefheart and his magic band were playing Electricity in a warm-up performance for the Monterey Pop Festival at the Fantasy Fair and Magic Mountain Music Festival in 1967, Beefheart stopped the song, straightened his tie and just walked off the stage, landing face flat into the grass below. He later claimed that he saw a girl in the audience turn into a goldfish. Now, all of this caused guitarist Ry Kuda to immediately quit the Magic Band because he couldn't deal with Beefheart's unpredictability, which is a kinder way of saying it, and Kuda's departure brought about the cancellation of the scheduled appearance at the Monterey Pop Festival, therefore frustrating Beefheart's chances of any future commercial success. And 40 years later, in 2007, this song, Electricity, was covered by Sonic Youth, a band who emerged from the experimental no-wave art and music scene in New York before they evolved into a much more conventional rock band. Sonic Youth have been praised for having redefined what rock guitar could do, and they were, it suggested, uh, a pivotal influence on the alternative and indie rock movements. The band Nirvana notably were heavily influenced with Nirvana bassist Chris Novoselic revealing in 1992 that their initial goal was to simply do as good as Sonic Youth. This is Nirvana with Come As You Are. Yes, I- 
This is Box 39 Red Button Orbit Show on the theme of Caravan. And I'm Bill Lawrence. Our next link comes from a listener simply called No Red Trousers 68 who sends in their suggestion via Facebook. So thank you for that. And they say that Nirvana's Come As You Are reminds them, uh, because of the title, of Robert Wyatt's Just As You Are, the second track on his album Comic Opera. Uh, Robert Wyatt was initially a drummer and singer before becoming paraplegic following a, a tragic accidental fall from a window in 1973 at a party, which led him to abandon his band work and explore other instruments, and he began a 40-year solo career. Now, Robert Wyatt was really a key player during the formative years of British jazz fusion, psychedelia and progressive rock, pre-old prog rock. Wyatt's own work became increasingly uh, interpretive and collaborative and politicised from the mid-1970s onwards. In fact, he gave up music in uh, 2014 to concentrate on politics. His solo music has covered a particularly individual musical terrain, really ranging from covers of pop singles to shifting uh, amorphous song collections, drawing on elements of jazz, folk, even nursery rhyme. And the verb wieting appears in some blogs and music magazines to describe the practice of playing unusual tracks on a pub jukebox just to annoy the other pub goers. That is wieting. So have a go at wieting if you ever find a pub with a jukebox. Now, Wyatt was quoted in 2006 in The Guardian of all newspapers as saying, I think that's really funny and I'm very honoured at the idea of becoming a verb. Now, we're going to play Wyatt's beautiful and haunting song, Shipbuilding. It's got lyrics by Elvis Costello and was written during the Falklands War of 1982. And the song highlights the irony of the Falklands War bringing back prosperity to the traditional shipbuilding areas like Clydeside and Merseyside, Northeast England and Belfast to build new ships to replace those being sunk in the war, whilst also sending off the sons of those areas to fight and potentially lose their lives in those same ships. Yeah. 
laughed a rumor that was spread around town. Somebody said that someone got filled in for saying that people get killed in the result of the ship building. Rubbing the warm thighs of radio and squeezing the fat belly of chat. So our music orbits, our circular journey and pathway is nearly walked. Our final step to conclude our orbit and bring us back to where we started is supplied by listener Diana Bryson Stump from Central Colchester. She says the wildflowers, and that's spelt W-I-L-D-E, like Oscar Wilde, the wildflowers were an English psychedelic rock band from Canterbury in Kent. They were formed in 1964, and they included the drummer Robert Wyatt. And despite not releasing any material during their brief three-year tenure, the band are generally considered to be originators of what became known as the Canterbury scene. So the Canterbury scene, or Canterbury sound, was a, a musical scene or sound centred on the city of Canterbury in Kent in England during the late 1960s and early 1970s and was a prodigious source of uh, music. It's associated with progressive rock. The term describes a sort of loosely defined improvisational style blending elements of jazz and rock and psychedelia. And musicians played together in numerous bands, ever-changing, overlapping personnel, creating some similarities in their musical output. Now, when Wyatt's band The Wild Flowers broke up in 1969, the group members went on to form numerous key bands within the scene, including Soft Machine, Camel, and, to create our orbit, the band Caravan. We've made it back to Caravan. So, with Caravan, we make our final link in our orbit. 
Caravan's 1971 album In the Land of Graham Pink is considered to be a pivotal album in the Canterbury scene. Its title refers to the band's home county of Kent. And the uh, composer came up with the phrase after looking at the sky at sunset during rehearsals at Graveney, an ancient marshland village on the Thames estuary, a land of grey and pink. And we'll end with the first track that opens that album, Golf Girl. It's written by bass player Richard Sinclair, and it's a very personal song that took his domestic life as its inspiration. More specifically, the story describes how he met his wife. The song's story is a charmingly naive tale about falling in love with the lady who sells tea at the golf course, and about how they try to find a secluded spot safe from flying golf balls where they can share a first kiss and caravan are still playing and touring catch them if you can so our musical journey our musical orbit is complete i hope you've enjoyed it and thank you to all our listeners who helped guide us on our journey i'm bill lawrence be seeing you standing on a golf course Rest in PVC I chanced upon a golf girl Selling cups of tea She asked me did I want one Asked me with a grin For threepence you can buy one Full right to the brim So of course I had to have one In fact I ordered three So I could watch the golf girl Could see she fancied me Later on the golf course, after drinking tea, it started raining golf balls. She protected me. Her name was Pat. We sat under a tree. She kissed me. We go for walks in fine weather.
Red Button is a Guppy production for Colne Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. <laughs>